We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to another Stay Hot live stream. I'm Bladen Kirk, joined as always by my two favorite co-hosts of all time, Matthew Sponauer and Theo Ash. You know, I I, I can't even I I don't even know like what to say at this point. It's it's just been a wild you know past twenty four hours. Um. And, and, you know, for, for those of you that, you know, have been, you know, if anyone's been personally affected by this, you know, I, I send out my, my deepest condolences to you and I, you know, I'm keeping everyone in, you know, you know, heart's reach, but man, it's just been absolutely wild. I, I haven't really been able to like talk about anything else. It's just been this. And, you know, hope Dem- I all all we can do at this point, I think, is hope that Demar and you know his family and 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 the Bills and everyone can just you know be okay at this point. But Matt and Theo, how are you guys doing? Uh, doing not. I mean, not yeah, that I mean, good. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> there's not too much to say about it, right? It's it's dominated everyone's thoughts, and mm-hmm. you know everyone kind of understands how grave the situation is i think i don't have much more to add to it i never really did have much to say about it and i don't think there's that much to say about it besides just hope the guy is good and you know you gotta hope he recovers it's it's grim it's really fucking grim but um yeah not the first time it's happened i'm glad that it's you know it's obviously not a good situation that he's in right now but i'm glad he's not you know he's still with us this morning. So I guess that's good. And, and like I said on uh, that, Mike, I made my video about, and I think the best point that I saw about this from, from everybody who talked about it was just, you know, think about getting CPR certified and think about, you know, just knowing where your AEDs are in, in your school and gym. And, you know, if it's, it's, it's a rare situation, but certainly one that I think isn't completely like it's rare, but it's it's happened before uh it's you know athleticism and it's strenuous and you know if you have any kind of heart problems it can it can really trigger some bad things so yeah it's just something to be aware of and you know you hate to be reminded of of how dangerous it all is um like that that was brutal but 
yeah, I don't have too much to say about it. Right. Besides hope the guy's good. And yeah. And if, if you, if you're able to, you know, go get tested and get like an echo or an EKG done just to know, uh, you know, the condition that your heart's in already, I would highly recommend it, especially if your his your family has any history of, of heart problems. I think that's really important. Yeah, that's true too. Kind of a, you know, I know it's probably expensive, so not everyone can right. do it. That's, but that's just a, yeah, to, if, if you can. Yeah, something you to keep that. in mind, right, is like, yeah, keep an eye on your own health and and get checked up if you can. Yeah. So, yeah, it sucks. It's really not, it's really not good, but, um, could, could be, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> it, it's, it stings. Um, Matt, how, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Obviously not a good sports night last night. Open for the best for him. Um, yeah, it just really sucks. I haven't been on Twitter much today. Do we know what the outcome of that game is? Have they said anything about no, they, the, if N- it's the NFL has, has taken the or... whole they've they've they're taking a very we're not gonna worry about this until we know his status. Yeah, and that, uh, which that's, is good. That's the right move. Because they were they were going to play the game last night. Um they, I don't know if they tell, were. They tried to tell the coaches that they had five minutes. That's not what that's not what the, the NFL vehemently denied that that oh, okay. ever happened. Okay. They said the spokesperson said that we have no idea where that came from, and I haven't seen any coaches or players say, "Well, actually, you did make that call." So, I think that those okay, it kind of seems like that was a social media r- like kind of rumor. Um, so I don't know what exactly happened. I think everyone didn't know what to do, and they all just left <laughs> and went to the Bills went to the yeah. hospital to check if their guy was okay and. And they said, we'll deal with this later. And yeah, that makes sense. So I, it seems like the bills didn't, the NFL did not actually call for a five minute warm up period. So that's, that's That's good, good. I guess. Yeah. Cause that's what they kept saying on the broadcast last night. And I was like, there's no, yeah, I don't know what, maybe the NFL is lying. I wouldn't put that past them, but (laughs) yeah. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? My my thought on it was like that is the standard procedure, and and when Joe Buck was announcing, he's like, it, one of the ways that he announced it is like, well, I guess this is what happens now because I, when when you have a major injury like that, I think that's the NFL's like kind of base policy. But then right. with the severity of the situation, it was discussed, and it's like, okay, we're not doing that, right? But yeah, I, I, I think that probably is it. But I'm cautious to to be like certain that Goodell made the call that like, hey, you're playing in five minutes. By the way, I don't know yeah. if it really went down like that. No, I I just saw like the the camera focusing on uh, it was like Zach Taylor and Sean McVay. They they had both like been they had been like exchanging a phone, and and I think at that point that was when they were like, yeah, we're we're not playing this game. And Zach, I think it was Zach Taylor was the one that kind of initiated, like if you guys don't, or not Sean McVay. Um, Sean McDermott. Yeah. Sean. Other Sean Mick. The other <laughs> Sean Mick. Yeah. Um, it was like, uh, you know, we're not going to play if you're not going to like, this is not important. So I, you know, I, I give props to Zach Taylor for, you know, being, being the uh, kind of figurehead on that. Yeah, I give props to all the fans too, and and the teams. I think everybody on the field handled it pretty well. Yes. Um, but yeah, 
hopefully we don't see that again ever. Right. Hopefully yeah. we don't ever see that again. And hopefully they work something out that makes sense. And hopefully the bills can, you know, overcome it, I guess. I, I, I don't know how you move forward as a team or as a, you know, as a unit when that happens to one of your brothers on the, on the field. And I don't know what, I don't know what I would do. I, but I, I hope they're all good. I don't know. That's, I hope everyone's all good. And yeah, that's, that's the only take. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have a whole lot else to you know, kind of contribute to, uh, to that. Yeah. And we don't need to, and we don't need to, if there's nothing more to say, then there's nothing more to say. Fair enough. Um, do we want to discuss the uh, potential of Harbaugh being a Carolina Panther? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be it would be a major disaster for Michigan this late in the cycle for Harbaugh, Harbaugh to be like, I'm gone, you know, uh, because beforehand you had a shot at Fickle. He had a shot at Matt Rule. I mean, you look at a lot of the other coaching hires that have happened this offseason. There's, there's a fair amount of decent moves. Now, I'm not really sure what they would do. And Harbaugh has been so important to them. And they they had missed on so many coaching hires before he he came along that I, it's it's going to be tough to recover from. The other thing they're facing is that Jim Harbaugh right now is, is getting paid right around $6 million a year. I think a little bit over that. Uh, whereas some of the other top coaches, Dabo Sweeney, Ryan Day, uh, even Mel Tucker for Michigan State, uh, are getting $10, 11000000 million yeah. a year. On top of that, the guys that are bidding on, on Harbaugh right now or who are going to be offering him contracts are teams like the Broncos and the Panthers, which are two of the richest teams. I mean, you saw Matt Rule get like $9.5 million. He had never been an NFL coach. Jim Harbaugh is going to be like the number one candidate and with with like by a mile because he's already been successful in the NFL and he's been successful in college. And you're going to have like two of the richest teams who are willing to pay whatever they need to pay to get him. If Harbaugh is going to come back, it's going to be have to be for, you know, a, a twice the contract he got for Michigan. And even then he may still get a better offer in the NFL and he might have to turn down a, a real serious amount of money. So it's, it's a tough situation for Michigan. The Broncos. Yeah. I the Broncos could easily offer him fifteen million dollars, dude. Like, <laughs> like he Michigan can't match that. I I kind of think he's going to the NFL again. He's just too good. His winning percentage everywhere he's been is just too good to not be at the highest level. I think when he's proven that he can win there and when the money is better there. I I just if it's not this year, it's it's gonna be next or the year after it's it's coming it's it's coming yeah. it's going to well happen, it's it's so. been a decade it's been like a decade at this point since he's gone you know down down to michigan i i cannot remember what the reason what the reasoning was for him to leave nfl coaching the 49ers kind of fell apart towards the end but their roster if you remember after their Super Bowl or after they lost in the NFC Championship game had like a disaster and fell apart and they, they kind of just stopped and it was widely viewed as not a good decision to fire him. Um, right. Trent I will Bulky, say though, why everyone hates Trent Bulky now was yeah, that yeah. whole power okay. struggle, right? Yeah. I will say though that as far as payment goes between the top coaches in the NFL and 
the college football, there's not that much of a gap. There's almost okay. no gap, really, um, because you have to keep in mind that the schools are not paying the players. They're giving the players <laughs> so no money. True. So, um, yeah, it's I mean, the coaches doesn't get crazy, Saban crazy, crazy money. get like payment from like the boosters too. He may. I have no idea. Because I think Saban they like I, I'm pretty sure they like pay for his house or something. Saban might have the Belichick deal where they pay him <laughs> in like precious jewels from the like Congo under the table. Like you can't find any details about it online. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what Belichick contract is. Saban might have the same thing though. No, Saban. I, don't, I, I know Saban gets crazy money, but <laughs> would you choose the Panthers or the Broncos as a job? I think I'd choose the. Panthers. I think I would choose. I would Panthers. go with the Panthers, but I'm a Panthers fan, so I. Well, yeah, I'd yeah, go. and we're Matthew Spawnauer fans, so you know, yeah, we're all biased here. We all love well, the Panthers. I, I don't know. I think they're in an incredibly weak division. Nobody has a franchise quarterback right now. You'd have a shot to go draft a guy if you'd like with a top ten pick. Uh, their cap situation not amazing next year, but after that, you know, you're not married to a team that you didn't get to choose. Um, you'd get a lot of money. Uh, there's a lot of good pieces in place already. I mean, they've hit for for what they've done. They have hit on their first round draft picks at a pretty good clip here recently. So, I, I think that I think I'd go to the Panthers. I honestly do. With Vegas, if if they were to try to get a coach, which is unlikely, maybe Broncos are kind of they're good, but you'd have to be willing to roll with Wilson for an extended period of time and. All that, and then for the Colts, I don't know. They're not in... I don't know. The Colts are is another interesting one, I guess. Their, their ownership group is not as rich as either of the Broncos or Panthers, so you'd be probably leaving money on the table, and they also don't have a quarterback. But the, the prospect of Harbaugh and Stroud on the Panthers next year is truly a, a tantalizing one to imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's pretty hilarious. Um <laughs> I mean, that's From a coaching pretty, that's perspective, pretty much I, like uh, what Urban and Trevor, isn't it? <laughs> it kind of is. It's not a terrible example. Um, except they'd be way better and win like ten Super Bowls. <laughs> but um, obviously, obviously. I mean, I'd be down for it as much as I Dabo Sweeney. I would never make that. That that is that is the one I can't forgive. But if Jim Harbaugh <laughs> does go to the Panthers, officially good person. <laughs> um, not Dabo Weenie. <laughs> it'd be a pretty slam dunk coaching hire. I mean, it'd be as good as you could possibly do, pretty much. Yeah, I was, I was very happy as a Packer fan. I was very happy that he did not go to the Vikings, and that seemed really close. That seemed like really, really close to getting done last year, uh, until until he, he flaked or Michigan gave him something extra. I don't know what happened exactly. I cannot remember. I knew at the time. Now I can't remember. But yeah, the- I think. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the other thing is is like, okay, when it comes to Harbaugh leaving Michigan, he's kind of said that he's going to do this for a while and he hasn't yet. And I wonder if like he has maybe done what he can do at Michigan at this point, the recruiting is not getting where it needs to be. You know, he he's not having top 10 recruiting classes. And ultimately, like, even if they had beaten TCU, which they could have, they weren't going to beat Georgia. They their play style is is Georgia's, but not as talented. You know, 
Right. And they got killed by Georgia last time. And you, you know, we're now we're kind of getting to a point in college football where a lot of the recruiting is out of your hands. You need a ton of NIL money, which granted, you know, Michigan has the you would assume Michigan could get the boosters to do so, but until they actually start doing that and pulling in the recruits, it's like they've kind of been stuck in this. We're getting like the 15th best recruiting class. He beat Michigan twice. Like he did it. He took, oh, he took, you know, a Michigan team that couldn't ever beat them and beat Ohio State a couple of times. So he's not just viewed as like somebody who could never beat Michigan, although beat Ohio State, although his record is still very bad for the record. <laughs> still terrible. Um, and if, you know, Urban hadn't hadn't left then he would have zero wins and would have lost both those games by 100 points or whatever but um obviously yeah i just don't know how much farther you can go with michigan right now unless something massively changes recruiting wise yeah i agree i agree i agree i i and he's someone who's never stuck around one place for a long time, right? He goes from kind of place to place, whether that be, you know, he was at Stanford, he turned that place around, um, you know, didn't need to leave there, right? It was going well, but he did anyway. 49ers totally turned that franchise around. You know, maybe he didn't need to leave, right? It wasn't like, oh, we need to fire Harbaugh right now. His, his run is totally over, but he left anyway. And then Michigan, like, he doesn't maybe need to leave right now, but he, he's not someone who really sticks in the same place, and and everywhere he's ever been has been uh, super. He's been super successful and turned absolutely everything around wherever everywhere he's gone. So I I I know he didn't win against TCU and his bowl game record is not good. And I don't know if he's ever won one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if he's ever run a bowl game. But mm-hmm. I, I I hold him in a very hard high regard as a as a coach and as a as a builder of a franchise or a program. And um, I would. I would be if I was an NFL owner and I had a billion trillion million dollars and I could just give someone, you know, 13 million and have them try to turn around the program like Harbaugh's the guy. Harbaugh's yeah. the guy. Sit. Belichick you're not moving him, Saban you're not moving him. I mean, after those two, like Harbaugh's really like of all the coaches in the whole world, like there's really not that many guys better than Harbaugh. Kirby Smart is pretty Kirby, Kirby Smart, Smart right now. Yeah, he's, you're right. You're right. Anyone right from Georgia is really good. But, um, <laughs> but also, also, it, it, it's tough to compare guys one to one like that because Georgia, Georgia's high end recruiting, just based off where they are, versus Michigan's high end recruiting, based off where they are. These are two different planes. And I wonder if you if you put Kirby Smart on on Michigan, you put Harbaugh on Georgia for the last seven years. <laughs> Not not any dig at, at smart, but I I just don't know how high you can go um, recruiting out of you know not the South or like California, right? Or without you know ridiculous nil money, which you know Michigan could get again. But yeah, Harbaugh Harbaugh can be a little bit annoying. I one hundred percent get that as someone who has some as a rooting for a team that he beat in the playoffs all the time in the two thousand tens, and. Honestly, that same team is still beating us in the playoffs in the in 2020, uh, but different regime. But um, he's really annoying, but he's really good. He is he's really really good. So I I think that an NFL team will. I kind of think that gets done this off season. I'm a little bit surprised. I'm glad the Vikings didn't do it last year, uh, and I, I kind of think it was it was close last year. He ran it back, you know, got beat by a TCU team that a lot of people thought was pretty beatable, uh, and probably was pretty beatable like it's it's possible to beat that team it's not georgia mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I think he's done 
I think he's going to be like, yes, that team. it's time. It is. I mean, they're, not, yeah, they're, they're really good. They're really good. But that's a win. Yeah. That's a game they were favored in, right? And they they didn't do it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, there's. I'm trying to think who else. There's Sean Payton, is another coaching candidate. How how's the Panthers' options boiled down to Saints guy and Michigan guy? Good <laughs> lord, man, it's it's not right. I don't know with Peyton. I mean, you would like, you would have to give up a first round. I pick don't want. I'm not giving up a top ten pick for Peyton. Sorry, <laughs> I'm. I, I just I I just don't want to. Yeah, I mean he's a great and just coach. Be bad at quarterback again yeah. next season, and just, no, I'm not doing that. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean some some I feel like someone's gonna make a move for Peyton, and it's just oh yeah. I mean we've talked about before the the thing with Peyton is like you're not really going anywhere unless the situation's amazing. Probably. I always think it's so funny that people hype up Sean Peyton to the Chargers, considering like he just runs all the shit that. Lombardi does he just does it with way better <laughs> and with quarterbacks that actually should be running this stuff like oh Chargers fans oh my god where's Sean Payton like I'm so sick of Staley I'm so sick of Lombardi let me get Sean Payton like literally Lombardi came up in Sean Payton's system like they're running the 2020 Breeze shit <laughs> except they're not running it with 2020 yeah, Breeze yeah, they're, they're running, running it with, with like the, that's, they're running with the, like the biggest arm <laughs> that's the problem but like literally all of Sean Payton's stuff is it's very detail oriented it's it's very like get the ball out quick it's very like there's going to be option routes it relies a lot on the quarterback you know making the right decision all the time and it's it's kind of unstoppable and to dink like when it comes to dinking your dunking dinking and dunking your way down the field like it's kind of unstoppable if you've got a Drew Brees with no arm, right? Like, but if you got a Herbert, you can you can shoot even a little bit higher than that. So, so and the Chargers, Lombardi, I don't know what his issue is, but when it comes to like option routes and oh, you should settle here or oh, you should keep running here. For some reason, the Chargers receivers don't know how to do this and they choose the wrong thing every time. Like you watch the Chargers and a bunch of Herbert's picks. And it's because like the wide receiver will stop running or, or plays where Herbert gets stacked. So there's like it's zone and against zone, you want to settle down, but they'll just keep, keep running into zone and against man, they'll settle down instead of running away from the guy. So like Sean Payne would be an upgrade, but like that's the offense you might be signing up for. Um, and maybe you want Russell Wilson to do that, right? Maybe you want Russell Wilson to, to if, if he's going to be like, he maybe he's he's shorter at this point. He's he's like six foot nothing, like like Drew Brees was. You know, he's not the athlete that can make guys miss anymore. Maybe Sean Payton's the guy for Denver, where you know he can, if anyone can make him kind of a dink and dunk, like a little bit more consistent quarterback. Maybe it's Payton. Um, so that that to me is like, I guess maybe Denver makes sense. And he, I guess he's got Fangio signed up to be his DC already. I don't know. But that'd be a pretty stacked. But that wouldn't work in Denver because they've already got their DC. Uh, I don't know. But the o- the only thing would he be won't be like- a Charger. That's what I'm saying. He won't be a Charger. It would be stupid to fire Staley at this point anyway, because now the defense is finally balling out. So you don't fire Staley now. It's finally getting results. So maybe right. Lombardi, but Sean Payton's not going to be your offensive coordinator. Plus, it would just be the same thing, but better. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if Sean Payton to Denver would even make sense. Just like I feel like the reason Russ left Seattle 
was because he wanted to kind of do his own thing and be the whole let Russ cook guy. And I don't know if he would want to go back to, well, that's, <laughs> and I know it's not really bad at this to, point. He's terrible outside of structure. <laughs> he can't evade pressure anymore. He gets sacked every time there's pressure. And so, so it's just a matter of, is terrible. he, is he going to be, you know, a big enough man to be like, you know what? I was, I was wrong. Can we bring well, in a he's guy? He's never been that before. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He just runs a rust stuff. He just runs a rust stuff. Like let's right. so are, down the field. It's, it's, so are you, are you going to bring in a guy that's going to then all of a sudden not have him run rust stuff? And here's then, what yeah. I would do. I would call <laughs> in the best run game coordinator that's ever existed. And I would say, we're going to have rust throw it 10 times a game. And we're Roman gonna time, the, baby. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna treat him like he's Mariota in uh, the 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 Atlanta offense, where he can just run play action, and we're gonna get our own Chris Lindstrom and and whatnot, and we're gonna get our own run heavy look, and we're just gonna design all these crazy runs with um, what's his name uh, Williams, Javante Williams. Williams. Yeah, that would be my that's my plan. We're gonna. <laughs> We're going to find the next Arthur Smith and we're going to make Russ Marcus Mariota. And, and then it, we're it, just going it's to... Gre- it's Greg Roman time in Denver, I feel. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> now Greg we're Roman talking. Coach. I love it. Somebody, <laughs> well, Greg somebody Roman's the... a big Harbaugh guy, Matt. He's a big Harbaugh um, disciple. So oh, if that's... Roman gets fired... That's too dang bad as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> You're getting, Roman, you're getting Anthony Richardson and you're getting Greg Roman and you're getting Harbaugh <laughs> and you're running the Lamar, the Ravens offense. And then you're drafting. Yeah, you're just this will work. Um, it's not, not a terrible idea, honestly. Somebody in the comments talking about if the Cowboys don't win a playoff game, do they go after Sean Payton? And I think I kind of like that. Ooh. Oh, I yeah. like that a lot. That's yeah. not a bad, that's not I a bad agree. move. Well, it depends. It depends because their coordinators are so good right now. I know Kellen Moore gets a lot of shit. Kellen Moore is a good coordinator. I don't care. Like the guy leads the highest. When Dak is in, they're like the highest scoring offense in the whole league, like over uh, now a two year sample size, basically. Like I don't care what anyone says. Kellen Moore is good. But like, man, if he gets hired away before the draft and you've just, you're, or Dan Quinn does. Yeah. Like, McCarthy's like the coordinators are to me like McCarthy sadly is not not that guy so if one of your coordinators gets hired away like yeah go get you'll have a late draft pick Ooh, I like that I'm telling you yeah the Cowboys have a Dak good team is also the perfect really quarterback t- too Dak is the perfect quarterback because he's not a he's not this crazy athlete especially after all the injuries he's had he's not someone who's like gonna run around and I mean he can, he has a little bit of it but he, he's yeah. really one of the best pocket passers in the league so if you're going to run that breeze stuff like he he's a guy that, yeah. that that's very acceptable to run that with and, and they uh, have the playmakers to actually do that <laughs> Pollard yeah. and, and and you know Zeke still has some in him and CD Lamb like. and that's kind of always felt like the plan right this year I think Dallas is better than even people thought they'd be uh, better than I thought they would be. That's for sure. With all the, yeah. but after Tyron Smith got hurt and, um, it just, I, I didn't, after Amari Cooper got traded away, it felt like they got worse this off season. And they were the, one of the only teams that got worse over the off season. But, uh, so before the season, I remember everybody being like, Oh yeah, McCar- they're going to underwhelm McCarthy. will get fired and then bang Sean Payton. will just walk right into it. 
it complicates things a little bit, the bit that they're good, but yeah, I could definitely still see that being a, a good situation for, for Peyton. If, if, if they don't like McCarthy, but it would also be kind of fucked up to fire McCarthy after if they win a playoff game. Yeah. And, but if they go in, but like if they don't get the one seed and then they lose to like the bucks or something, come on, man. Well, they, yeah. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're right. Because they would play the bucks as the five seed. If they don't overtake the Eagles. Who do the Eagles play would... this week, by the way? Uh, the up. Giants. If they don't have hurt, I mean, it's... Minshew is not good. Oh my God, let me rant about this. He's so bad. He's Minshew so bad. Minshew gets, gets so overrated because of his... He's got the corked up... He Every corked up white boy backup gets so overrated. Oh my God, Heineke. <laughs> I've over... Look, and I've... I've fallen victim to the Ellinger hype after one game, so I'm a victim of this. But that's also because their starter is Matt Ryan, and anyone can be better than him. And I, I think it would be valid to put him in. Honestly. But uh, yeah, it's he's has no arm strength. Him and Heineke, this is their problem. They they can't access all levels of the field with all the if they throw with all their might and muster every inch of like every bit of power they have in them, they can throw a goal ball but they can't like fit it in tight windows over the middle of the field. Like they just don't have the arm to do right. that. And they play like this kind of swashbuckling style, which everyone likes, but that's always going to be super volatile because they don't have the arm to the ball hangs in the air. Like defenses are always going to be licking their chops to play Minshew or, or Heineke, even though they sometimes if you just like trust the playmakers, you can, you know, yeah. make some big plays and you can win some games. Like how many games is Heineke won? Just throwing it up it to, like, to it's like five to and McLaurin. three this year. Yeah, yeah. Lots of games he's won doing that, but they're not actually good. So yeah, I'm. I've always there, been kind there, of a Minshew yeah. hater. There, and, there uh, were lots why. of people I know in the off season that were saying that, like, man, Minshew, he's better than Minshew. definitely one of the thirty-two best in the league, bro. He would be a low-end starter, dude. Yeah, no, they, they had, really, there really, were people really saying that he should starting. start over Jalen Hurts. There were, that was last year. Yeah, uh, bro, that was that, that was still fucking, dumb though. That was yeah. wild. I wasn't even a like a big Hurts fan last year, but he's better. He was always better than Minshew. So yeah, I, bro, yeah, Minshew's no good, no good at all. No good. He's a good backup. Like he's a fine backup, right? Like that that style. You can come in and, and maybe win some games because he he is he does play with some confidence and like the game doesn't always feel too fast for him that he can't do anything right. Like he, he really is out there like trying to do something at least. And sometimes he does, but he's no, he's no starter. He is no starter. He's not someone that you want like, Oh, the Eagles will just win all the games they won before with Hertz. Like, no, not with Minshew. Yeah. I mean, they lost to the Cowboys. Um, and that was, that was a close game. Then they lost to the saints and they only scored 10 points, which I don't think they've scored that few points all year. Oh, I guarantee I, you they I, have. <laughs> I don't even think they've come close to that. Um, they score like 30 points a game. Um, and, that, and now they play the Giants. And the, I mean, they could very easily lose that game if they have Minshew out there. But You're right. We'll see. You're right. I, don't, I don't know. I, I, if I'm the Eagles, I think I'd be okay. I think I'd be okay losing it. I really do. 
No, I would not be okay. I would not really? be okay losing but, that okay, one. Okay, okay. Are you? That first are you? Buy is just too valuable, man. But like, like, but if it comes down to like, if it comes down to like, we have to start Minshew, right? I'm like, I'm not going to rush Hurts back to try and win this game when I would rather have him for the playoffs. Yeah, I would play Hurts if he could go. I would play Hurts if he could go. If he's playing Hurt, I'd take that chance. I really would because I want that first round bye. I think that's such an advantage and it gives him a little time to knock the rust off so you don't have... Yeah, that's true. We like, talked to, that's what we we talked talked about to Chris Long, Long yeah. right? It's the rust. And I think that's true. You know, it's tough to just come back after sitting for a for a month or whatever it is and then just come on yeah. back and be like, oh yes, I am. I'm just balling out with like nothing even happened. So I would... I think this is a game where if, if Hertz can go, like it's it's for a first it's for a playoff win basically it's it's skipping yeah. the first round of the playoffs right it's and if he's you know banged up and sore you got a week to to keep going I mean it sounds like he's been practicing it sounds like it's potential I don't think this yeah is I thought a, he was going to play last week because he was practicing he started yeah, practicing I, on Monday or Tuesday last week. I don't think this is a time to be cautious if you're them. Like, obviously you want to be a little, don't throw him out there if he's like, oh my God, like in practice, you could see him like wince every throw, but like, yeah, man, if this isn't, if it's 50, 50, like I'd start him. I'd, <laughs> I think this is, it's not a must win game, but this is, this is a very important game. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. No, it's completely fair. So, I was thinking about the twelve team playoff earlier. Oh today. God! <laughs> what? Now here's are you guy. thinking about cutting down the NFL playoffs to twelve? Is that what you? It should be the NFL playoffs should still be twelve. Only one right. buy. I'm not a fan, but it's that's pretty minor. I've been thinking about the buys in college football playoffs and how they're like they're kind of wonky. They don't work quite as well as they do in the NFL, right? Because the NFL, it's like you play this amount of games. And then if you're the top team, you get a buy. Okay. So you want to win as many games as you can, right? Yeah. Right. In college football, you cannot get a buy unless you win your conference. You can't win your conference unless you play an extra really tough game. So you yes. have to play a game for the right to not play a game. And it doesn't like, for instance, okay, oh, oh, minimum I, minimum number of games you can play and win the national title without something bizarre like a postponed game or something like that would be 16, right? 12 yeah. games, then conference championship, then bye, then three more. But a team like Notre Dame, or, or for, for a Power 5 team, they have the potential to go play in that conference championship game, lose, and have to play 17. For a team like Notre Dame, they have no chance at a bye. They don't play in a conference. But they also never have to play a conference championship game. So they will always play 16 games if they're trying to win the national title. They, they, they're, that's why they're okay with it. That's why Notre Dame signed off on this. They already have a bye every year. They don't play the conference championship game. And it works differently for other teams. Like, okay, for instance, if you're Georgia and you're undefeated going into the SEC championship game, it is an advantage to have the bye because you take that like game versus LSU. It's like this kind of counts as the first round of our playoffs. But if we lose it, we're not eliminated. If we win it, we do move one game closer to winning the national title. For a team like 
Kansas State, though, they were ranked 11 going into the Big 12 championship game against number three TCU. So a tougher game than they would have, well, about as tough a game as they would have played in the first round of the playoffs. And they have to win it to make it. It's true that they get a bye if they win it in this scenario they did or would have. But doesn't that just function as the first round of the playoffs for them anyway? Sure. <laughs> it's it's so it's a it's <laughs> or let yeah. me ask you this. Think about USC joining think about USC joining the big the Big Ten, right? So Ohio State and Michigan will play at the end of the season. And let's say it's USC versus the winner of that game. Well, the winner of that game may have to go play. Let's say it's Michigan. Michigan would have to go play USC. If they lose to USC, then they they have had to play an extra game. If they win, they have to play the same number of games as the loser of the Ohio State-Michigan game against possibly a tougher opponent than they would have had in the first round. What this is telling me is what we already know, and that is that college football is gearing up for just two mega conferences, right? Like AFC, think, NFC, and oh, it's dude, just going to function the same as the NFL. I believe so. I think I think there's a, a real chance that happens with 128 it's, teams. Well, there's not 128 teams in the Power of Five. I guess some teams. But those will conferences will be so so big they won't be able to even come close to playing all the teams. You'd play like half. How many, of the how many teams are there in the Power Five? Sixty-ish, like, about half a half, I would think. So what we're gearing up towards is the thirty-two team <laughs> playoff. Is what I'm hearing. Oh, oh, dude! I had somebody, I had somebody tell me the other day. Well, it's like, well, the, there's more than four teams that have an argument for being top four. So yeah, I mean, once we go to twelve, it's going to. Oh, there's more than twelve teams that have an argument for being top twelve. <laughs> And then it'll be, oh, whoa, there's more than 64 teams that have an argument for being top 64. Let's be reasonable. Expand. It will fix it this time. Can't wait for January madness. <laughs> this is what I'm this is why I'm saying that the season just needs to start as a bracket. <laughs> and if or maybe you, you or maybe we can have some sort of structure yes. where it's like I don't know. You could play the whole season, regular season, kind of like it's a playoffs, and then you maybe only have one game at the end. That's like the national title game, depending on how good teams did in the regular season. That'd be kind of like a playoffs all year. <laughs> but I don't you would know. think so. You would think so. I get you what you're think. saying, though, that the conference championship, they add in almost the extra playoff game before the playoffs with all the conference championship games. And that just kind of feels like we should get rid of them, right? Then it's, it almost feels like we should. But then how would you determine? I guess just the way you do anything, which is just standings at the end, and there's your conference champion. And then there is no conference championship game. And whoever's at the top of the conference with the best standings, the best record, however, all the million ways you can discern that, you should just have them play the equal amount of games and then the playoffs are set without that weird extra scenario coming in that that could make it so teams are are playing an extra game or not or or all that right you could yeah but then you'd be taking away football and and how could you do that and why would less football be good do you hate football are you evil <laughs> I don't know. I, I, me and my dad were just talking about this. I also think that teams are going to stop scheduling tough out-of-conference opponents. People have this idea that it's going to lead to teams scheduling more. Dude, like, okay, 
if you're Georgia, what what point would there be to scheduling yourself more tough opponent? Now Oklahoma and Texas are coming to the conference. You're good. There's no advantage to playing tough out of conference yeah. opponents. None. Or like, do you know what the Gamecock schedule is going to be? They play oh. the SEC that is adding to elite programs, and Clemson is one of their out of conference games every single year. It's so messed up, man. <laughs> Yeah, well, all of the, we won't have to worry about this for a while since all these schedules are set like a fucking decade in advance, right? Oh yeah, this 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 twenty thirty Ohio State Georgia matchup going crazy. <laughs> that on the docket. Yeah, but I bet you, I bet you, money they do not end up playing that game and it gets canceled. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> yeah. All those eighth graders or seventh graders who are going to be playing, who are who are looking for that game. Yeah, all the all of the Bayhawk fans that all the, all the kids that go to school with my sister that are verbally committed to Ohio State. Is that true? Not. I mean, are there kids in in her grade that are verbally committed to Ohio State? I I don't I don't know. Maybe. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't, I thought maybe that because I know that she's a really I'm, good track athlete. I was wondering. She is. I mean, she is. Too. I mean, there's there's one kid. Why is she that committed runs. to Ohio State, man? <laughs> nah, man. She's committed to Miami. <laughs> yeah, but maybe the one down in Florida. If you're that good, Yo, relax, relax. The real Miami. He's going to Ox Vegas. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Have you guys? I don't know if I could say this. Never mind. I'll say it after. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Has, has a certain has a certain Kevin at Blue Wire talked to you about the Super Bowl at all? Mm-mm. No, just me. No. I'm special. I'm special as in I live in Arizona. Okay. Well, then I'll I'll talk about that after that recording. Then. Okay. Anyway, um, I thought I thought maybe that. Anyway, never mind. He Bladen's sister is the next Panthers head coach. She needs Better. to be the next Panthers running back. Apparently, I don't know about her facts. She needs to be the wide receiver. She's I mean, got she's that. she turns twelve in like three weeks, and she's like almost five two. Like she's pretty big. <laughs> I guess I don't have a scale in my head about how tall. Yeah, she's I like, guess that's pretty. She's tall. like a foot. She's like a foot shorter than me, and she's ten years younger. Five two, yeah, twelve. You're gonna, you could grow a, you could grow a significant she could, she amount. Could, like if she age. gets to five seven, five eight, like that's a decent running back size. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just need to feed her that Hello Fresh, fresh uh, protein pack, and uh, I just I I left one. She asked if she could have one. Browns. She asked if she could have one, so I left her one. Hey. Uh, <laughs> hey. So we'll see. We'll see. Panthers Did you guys see Donovan game. Mitchell's game last night? No, because he a whole lot of points. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, I, mean, we were, I was sitting I with Zach, and I was like, <laughs> "You're like, bro, bad timing. <laughs> what are you doing?" Yeah, there was a tweet that was like, "Donovan Mitchell just put up the quietest 71 points ever," and the quote tweet was, "I wonder, I wonder why." <laughs> but yeah, like after the whole incident last night, I didn't see anything about it till like this morning. And I checked my phone. I was like, Jesus Christ. It was not even just 71. It was like 71, 11 and eight. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell like that? 65%. 71 on 34 shots. I believe that's the record for sh- fewest shots ever for a 70 point game. Although really? 10 other examples. It was pretty hilarious pretty- how down people were on him. 
after the playoffs last year, man. Oh, yeah, like dude, it, was, it was it was ridiculous. pretty comical. It was pretty comical how easy it was to see. Like I know all of us here on the podcast were like, yeah, he's people are going <laughs> to think a lot higher of him after this year in, in Cleveland. Yeah. And yeah, the guy's an electric three level scorer. I mean, <laughs> now that you put him in a situation, I, I, defense comes down to effort a lot of the time and it's pretty clear that he didn't want to be in utah anymore with i think a lot yeah. of the behind the scenes stuff that 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 the strife that seemed to hit that franchise with the chemistry but like you put him in a situation where you know he's motivated playing on a young like potential one seed like he's probably gonna lock in a little bit more and uh yeah that's kind of what's happened he's really really good and the Cavs are really good and kind of just like we said they'd be <laughs> it's at least at least one thing goes right in cleveland man at least one thing can go right in cleveland well until the playoffs just wait <laughs> yeah they're winning the final but it's going well so far it's not like they're the timberwolves where the timberwolves traded for the wrong guy man they traded for the wrong guy uh i know all the advanced analytics probably would have said because they all love gobert probably would have said Gobert is your guy to trade for or Gobert is the best player of the jazz. Not true. Mitchell always Not better, true. I fear. And, uh, Spider. yeah, that's my, I don't think that's my guy. I mean, I'm not, I don't really care, but yeah, <laughs> he's really good. Yeah. I don't know if we have any other thoughts, Matt, do you have any thoughts on the Cavs or the Timberwolves or the, the Utah trades or anything like that? I think, I don't know. I see, I see people saying that like the Timberwolves should blow it up. I'd say, Maybe chill out for a second. Good Lord. We've seen oh, teams yeah. look like it's done. I mean, after what the Nets have done this year, let's let's try a few things before we do that. I mean, I don't disagree that it was a mistake. Ultimately, like almost no matter who you trade for, if your most important player is 22 and you trade that house, like the absolute future, like all of your assets to possibly make a move for a 30-year-old, you're asking for yourself to be like, I mean, Anthony Edwards is almost a lock to just be sitting around when he's 27 in Minnesota being like, man, this team can't get me any help. I mean, you look at the Mavericks, they traded significantly less for Chris Stops. They haven't been able to recover. They had to, they had to hit on that trade and they didn't, you know? Yeah. And that one isn't nearly as egregious of a miss. I mean, it, it didn't work, obviously, but at the time, I think more people were for it and i Looking back on it, I don't think it was some massive mistake. I think it just didn't work. Right. Trading Porzingis away. Remember that playoff series where he played so bad and was just like horrible? Like at that point, it was like fair to be like, well, maybe he's not. When we're thinking about this roster in a couple of years, Porzingis isn't there. So trading away Porzingis made sense, but you'd probably like to get a bit more for him than but it's it's just it's just so hard to recover i mean there's they've kind of they they're kind of spending their money i don't know if i agree with their strategy recently of like every offseason they're like well we must do a little something and then they never make like a big move and i kind of stand by I don't know, like they're going to give Wood like a 20 million dollar a year extension and they're going to be paying Denwitty 20 million dollars and it's like you need a serious number two. Maybe you can get away with not having one, but at the minimum, you need someone who can really defend the interior, and they don't have either of those things. So, 
the Bucks is kind of the blueprint for them, right? They've got Giannis and Middleton, and then the final piece was the Drew Holiday trade, and that was enough. And with, See, but they don't even have Middleton, and they, they don't have, have the, Brunson, but they let Brunson go. He they should not have let Brunson walk. That was a massive mistake. That was the other guy that you drafted. Right. And I don't know. If, I don't know. And ultimately, they're He's also suffering from the problem of like your best players are not good defenders. Dang it! It's very hard to have a good defense doing that. Um, like, and that's that's the Nuggets' problem right now. That's why they haven't won a title yet, as far as I'm concerned. And I I think they've got a shot this year. But if they lose because their defense can't get it done in a seven game series, I would not be completely stunned at all. So it's tough. Yeah, it's really yeah. Uh, the Brunson thing that that's going to be tough to overcome to just find another Brunson, right? Like, I guess you could sign one uh, or trade for one, but it would be really nice to already have that guy in the building and then, right? But yeah, the easiest way to add cracks, value though. is to hit on draft picks. That's the only, that's the easiest way to do it. And trying to add value through a trade or through a signing is really tough because you got to position yourself to get that money. And right now they're not in that position at all. And to do it in a trade, I mean, you could sell future assets to be better now, but ultimately like even moves like that, it's hard to really add overall value and they need their roster construction is just all over the place and they need to do so much. And it's like, even if you had kept Brunson and then you had later decided like defensively, we can't get away with this. You'd be okay. But what I'm hearing is that Luca is a son in 2027. The Suns suck, dude. Oh my God. They're so bad without Booker. And I don't know what they're going to do. What is Jay? It's so hilarious that Jay Crowder is just on their roster. It is just, <laughs> he's just missing. He's gone. He's like, and I don't even know what for. Like, well, maybe you'd have to come off the bench for Cam John. Like, what did I? There was there was a reason, but like for the life of me, I just can't remember why it's this serious that he like can't even suit up at all, and they haven't found a trade for him, and now like everyone's hurt, and so now all the focus is on Aiden to be the guy, and he's not showing that he can be the guy, so his value is just going like down and down. We should have just let him go to the Pacers, poor guy. Could have he could have been balling out with Halliburton and uh, you know being whatever over in Indiana, but now he's just trapped. In, in in Phoenix, just deteriorating his trade value, and I hate that. I hate the situation they're in. I hate the situation they're in. Um, they were such a jolly team before. They were dancing around and being all happy, and they were such a. The chemistry was so good, and now it's just all rotten, and everyone hates each other, and it's just lame. Um, so that's a little aside. But sounds like the Suns need Danny Dimes. <laughs> This they need they need uh yeah they need someone to that's just happy I guess because they all just seem kind of miserable and sad. They need Kevin Durant, the jolliest fellow around. They need Kevin Durant. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they kind of needed to do it against Milwaukee. That's what it comes down to. They kind of that's how it, that's how it goes Milwaukee. for most teams that don't win a title. It's not even some like massive. I don't think the Suns have made very many massive mistakes. Like they just kind of didn't get it done when they needed to. They other than Aiden other than you to could argue that dunk against Giannis. Aiden needed to finish that dunk against Giannis, and none of this would be a problem. Facts. Sadly, Giannis is better than Aiden, and uh, is pretty <laughs> sure, man. We, I we, am we sure that, was the moment for de- that it, we can leave that this open for debate. 
Well, Aiden was the number one overall pick and Giannis was number 13. So Aiden always had more uh, talent than Giannis. Uh, but that right. Moment, uh, this is this is the truth. <laughs> this, that was kind of the moment where I realized that uh, this Giannis guy might be better. <laughs> but yes, yeah. anyway, back to the Timberwolves. Yes, the Timberwolves should not blow it up. If you drop. Imagine you as a as you're just, uh, you know, a person, you are yourself in this scenario and you save up all your money. And you buy a new car, right? And you buy, it's it's $15,000 you saved up for five years. And you mm-hmm. buy the car and you realize you don't like it. You're going to keep driving it for a while just to make sure. <laughs> Not, like, you just don't give up. If you spent that much, it, it, it's a mistake. Like, yeah. you, you got to kind of, like, make sure, like, well, maybe I'll... Yeah, I'll like it a little bit more later. I don't know. You, you, you just, I know sunken cost is a fallacy, but damn it, it, it's a powerful force, right? Like I spent this much on it and it's, I'm going to just see, maybe it'll get a little bit better as time goes on. I know it's sunk cost fallacy, but that fallacy has some hands. And, I, don't uh, know. Gonna, I, I would say I would say that this would be like the ultimate sell low. Like we're just going to give up after 30 games and just right. I mean, I'd, I'd rather just ride out with Gobert. And like, I think the odds of that getting better are significantly better than you trading Gobert for pennies on the dollar and then trying to build a contending team with whatever you get back for that. Yes, that's a much better way to put it than I put it. But yeah, that's true. That's what I, I agree. I agree. Because maybe it'll get better. Maybe it really will. Maybe you will grow into it. Uh, it will. They will win the NBA championship. So true. Manifest a little, man. If they just need more time, they just need a little bit. Eventually, every team will win an NBA championship if you give the core enough time. Not the Hornets. They are. Trust. They just need more time. So bad this year. It is unbelievable. And it makes me feel bad, but it's all, it's all going to work out. They'll get, they'll get Wimbanyama. Yeah. You and this, the Scoot Henderson LaMelo uh, duo is going to, going to be generational. I'd be pretty hyped for Scoot, man. He's different. It's a shame that like he would be the best player in so many classes, just not this one. Yeah. I saw a tweet the other day that was like, I like Scoot Henderson, but he's definitely more in the in the Chet Holmgren, Paulo Bencaro range than the than the Wembenyama range. It's like okay, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's horrible. No, you're gonna get a Paulo Bencaro tier player, the, the guy who would be rookie of the year in ninety nine percent of draft classes. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's a good year to be, at least they're horrible. You know, at least you've got a shot at it. Cause they really tried to be decent. They gave it their all to be like a decent team this year and like be just another middle of the pack play and lose team. At least like right now you can be like, okay, we have legitimately a, a chance at the Wembenyama sweepstakes because they really, really didn't want to be. I know it's so funny. They like, they do everything in their power to win 35 games, but like every basketball gods decided against it. And the number of injuries they've had are hilarious too. I mean, it's just like every night it's just, I mean, and it's, it's, it's just like, 
okay, LaMelo steps on someone's on, on, on a courtside fan's foot and re-injures his ankle like the game he comes back. Okay. Right. You know, Ubre's out now um for four to six weeks so there and people have this idea it's like oh the the Hornets should be sellers at the deadline who for what who do like terry rozier has been playing bad and has a four-year contract gordon hayward has been gordon hayward has been tradable up until now now people are right about gordon hayward he's uh, he he can't play he can't stay on the court and he can't he's not even good when he's on the court Ubre has half a year left on his contract, and I think he's tradable, but now he's hurt right up into the deadline. So who's doing that? Almost nobody. Our most tradable assets like Mason Plumley. He's a, wait, no, it's not Plumley that you like so much. It's Zeller, right? Do I have my spawn hour lore, lore? Yes. Do I have my white hornets spawn hour lore down? Yes, the, the lore is that Kelly Ubre for a very short period of or not Kelly Ubre, uh, Cody Zeller was the highest rated team on the player in 2K. It was hilarious. Okay. W. Okay. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I had that right. And I, I, there was one really good. I think Zeller was really good on 2K. I just got the new 2K, by the way. I just started playing it like a couple days ago. I'm very impressed. I haven't, I, I'm not, I don't have the next gen consoles, so I can't play. Maybe I, I need to get one. I haven't, I haven't played it in, because I didn't buy the last one I bought. It's, it's been two years. And I got the next gen console and I was kind of a year behind. And I was kind of rattled by the graphics and just how much everyone looks like him, especially Ubre. All right. Ubre on the old games was kind of fat. They didn't do him justice because that's a beautiful guy right there. And he wasn't not nearly beautiful enough on, on the old games. But on the next gen console, uh, he's beautiful. And all the players like are pretty scary accurate, in my opinion. And just. It's 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 worth it. I think the it, the movement and the graphics and it's all pretty good. I'm I'm a fan of what it's it's been so far. I just started a franchise. I did an all time draft, and I I I cooked. I played my best game of 2K that I've played in a long time. I think w. with uh, with my Chris Paul and KG uh, Spurs, the pick and roll there was uh, was incredibly deadly. I was having just a ball. I was having a grand old time throwing up. Uh, lobs and and doing the pick and roll with chris paul and kg so i'm i'm having a ball all the time um and uh yeah i i would recommend it and my team is cool i don't like madden ultimate team at all but i like my team because you can run the gauntlet through all the all the nba teams yeah i agree you can kind of do that in madden just not to the it's it's not it's not the same it's not the same (laughs) Um, Theo, you're kind of cutting in and out. I don't know if you're going through. Yeah, no, I'm I'm driving. <laughs> I'm driving. It, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. We know we know you're you're being a good boyfriend right now. Um, but uh, yeah, I know it's picking up. Yeah, picking up Cammy. Uh, that's right. <laughs> well, well. Well, That's I don't have much more to say besides 2K is good. Yeah. 2K is good. I'm, I'm going to probably go play some Lego Star Wars. You know. I'm going to go work to, you know, get some work done. I don't know. 
I'm not going to waste my time on video games like that. Oh, okay. I'm not playing. I'm not playing it. I'm working on my Jair. I'm watching Jair Alexander uh, film mm-hmm. and making my all 22. That's what I'm doing. You're just, you're just on the dang Xbox, man. You're not fooling anybody. <laughs> Theo's, Theo's backpedaling now. <laughs> yeah, my all 22 is going to be on Jair and you're going to look really closely and you're going to see that it's Matt and Jair. <laughs> 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 getting all these angles, these like dynamic replay angles of the game. Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold on. This is a little circle around him. That's <laughs> why you have a fiery X around beneath him. <laughs> but, like, that's not the real... I don't remember that happening. The CBS broadcast angles have gotten really good. (laughs) I don't remember him in that Viking game catching a pick and lateraling it to to Rasul Douglas (laughs) for the touchdown. I really don't. Yeah, it was, but, it was a deleted scene, guys. Don't worry, it was a deleted, deleted scene. scene. From the game. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you, you? The NFL is scripted. We fit over. <laughs> deleted scene. Deleted scene. But uh, yeah, I think that pretty much wraps things up here. Um, thank you all so much for tuning in. Uh, yeah, and as always, you know, we will see you guys next time.